Welcome back to another episode of We Do Whatever It Takes. That's right. And today we're going to be talking about traveling. We just did some traveling. We did. And we were blessed to take the whole family. Uh, so that was amazing. Pretty epic. It, it was. But traveling together as a couple has not always been epic. And uh, so we want to talk about some some tips and uh, yeah, tips and tricks for, for that, for making it a good time. Uh, even when you're traveling together, might have very different personalities and thoughts on how you want to travel. Um, my mom, a wise woman, uh, she always said that if you want to know how you get along with somebody, travel with them. Yeah, there's some good <laughs> wisdom right there. <laughs> right? It really does. It kind of shows us at our worst, really. Um, how oh. so? What do you mean by at our worst? Uh-oh, you have something. <laughs> And it's so embarrassing because I had this meltdown on the plane on this last trip. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> well, Before the record, we went to Greece and Rome for the two greatest civilizations, as our tour guide told us. Um, the two <laughs> Multiple greatest, times. Um, in, in, of all time. So, yeah, we went to Greece and Rome, um, specifically Santorini, which is an island off the coast of Athens. And... Uh, yeah, and then uh, we went to Rome in Italy and had a fantastic time. But yes, yeah, so what were you going to say? Yeah, um, well, I won't share my most my embarrassing part of that trip just yet. Um, maybe towards the end, but just you asked about travel and what what brings out the worst in us, and and I think it it starts sometimes for the couples just even in the planning stages. Um, you and I would definitely, even if we're heading to the same place, even if we agree on a beach somewhere, you and I experience the beach very differently. If we're somewhere where there might possibly be a whale out there, I will stare at the ocean for hours and hours hoping and praying to see a whale. And that is not how you... <laughs> I need to get in the water. I need to like experience, have the, the water hit me in the face or go snorkeling or something. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. So even that is experienced very differently by the two of us. So uh, that's just one example. But uh, another example, you know, from the moment... So you book the trip and let's say you agree on even how long it's the trip's going to be. Uh, which we did not initially. I was thinking right. this last trip should be um, a lot shorter, get the kids You're back like for school. five days. I was like, what? We're not going <laughs> to Europe for five days. You thought, well, once we're out there, might as well see see more of it. Right. So, um, And that was a great opportunity for the kids. I just feel for them because they- They're uh, playing catch-up games now. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so pretty, are we, pretty though. Rough. This True. is the first time in a while that we've literally turned everything off for our business and asked somebody else to take care of that, but we didn't check emails or phone uh -uh. calls or texts. The phones were or basically a or, brick. Yeah, yeah, they didn't even work. <laughs> so uh, intentionally, so yeah, right. that was that was pretty cool to be unplugged and just experience what we were experiencing. And that's something that we normally don't do on travel. Normally, we say, "Hey, for an hour a day or something yeah, like yeah. that." We'll check email, phone calls, make sure that we keep the business rolling. And for us, that's really important. But for this one, we wanted to have more space, more time to just be in the moment and not checking up and making sure everything's good. And knowing that God's going to take care of us, knowing that mm. he's provided for us and even in a season of rest that he'll provide. 
Amen to that. So that right there is something to discuss on a on a trip, right? How is that going to look? Are you going to check emails? Are you going to check phone calls? Are you going to take a phone call from work, from friends, from you know? It's something worth discussing, um, because what do I say? The number one thing is every time expectations. Expectations. So we're always going to fight when the expectations are different from each other. So with expectations, yeah, talk about it. Talk about the the phone and the email situation. What do you, you know, what are you both uh, comfortable uh, setting up in, in those expectations, those guidelines? Um, so phone is definitely something to, to discuss. Length of time for the trip was something for us to, to wrestle through. Um, I'm, I will say this end of it. I am very glad we had exactly the amount of time that we had. I think it was, it ended up perfect. Um, but so length of time, what you're going to do when you're there, um, sightseeing, you know, do you have to see it all? Does it, what about a tour guide? Is that a, but you even know? how we experience those things, like, let's They're just still different. The, yeah. The very basic of getting there. I've and now at this point used to um, be the better traveler, but I think we yeah. both agree that, you know, I, in the last 20 years, you I'm, travel a lot more than I do yeah, now. I'm yes. on the road. But when we first met, I had traveled more than you had yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. And now, you know, as just somebody who, you know, has quite a bit of experience traveling, mm-hmm. one of the things that I never do that drives some people crazy and it drives you crazy <laughs> is I never check the weather anywhere I go. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> How do you pack for anything? I just figure typically when I'm traveling, I'm going from an airport to an Uber or a rental car to a hotel to the event location. So I'm not really going outside that much okay. when I'm okay. traveling. So it, but even for this, I'm like, well, pack some warm, pack some cold, you know, and <laughs> call it good. Yeah. And, and it works. I mean, I have one jacket that I take everywhere that rolls up into nothing and I feel like keeps me warm enough. And if I need something warmer, I guess buy it there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And myself, on the other hand, I packed for least a month I was uh, packing ahead of time and Wait, trying to figure out. you packed a month worth of stuff? No, 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 sorry. <laughs> Clarify. Sure you you no, I out. didn't because they were weighing our luggage and they were so picky and particular about that, that uh, no, I could not bring extra stuff, not an extra anything. So everything was very precise. And, and I will confess, yeah, I didn't even end up wearing half the stuff that I had packed. See, you did. I did overpack even. Yeah. But but anyway, so back to kind of the differences. The planning though, as you were saying that you plan out a month ahead of time where there's no chance that I'm going to (laughs) pack a month ahead of time for anything. I know. I'm going to pack the day of maybe an hour before. And I'm so a hundred percent comfortable with that. Doesn't matter how long I'm going for. I could pack in an hour. Um, and I could pack my entire show, the cameras, the gear, the uh, the clothes, the toiletries, everything I need, but it drives you a little crazy. So what did I do this time? You did. You actually gave me this huge gift, which I know sounds weird, but it was a huge gift that, that you packed before you even left for a different trip because we had trips back to back. So we had a trip to Michigan yeah, it was in first, Michigan. right? Yeah, for- and uh, you actually... 
folded some clothes and put them in a pile ready to go so that when you got back with that suitcase, you could just unpack it and and load up for, for the big trip. So that was amazing. Huge gift, huge relief for me because it, it's so even though weird. it does, <laughs> even though it doesn't stress you out, it really stresses me out to know that you're not packed and that you might not have what what you need. Um, so, uh, yeah. So packing is one thing. Traveling. Oh, you mentioned, so I had traveled more than you had when growing up, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then now that's kind of your domain. So for us, that was a transition. I don't know how long ago, but definitely years ago where I kind of stopped fighting that and, and thought, for a while, I, I thought, well, I know how to do this. And when I realized, wait a minute, this is more um, your domain now. Like, this is what you do for a living. You're traveling. I should probably submit in a way. I know wow, that's a big, that's a big word. word right I know. There. I know. We'll address that another time. Um, not an easy word for me to say, but um, but necessary. And, and in this... There's a lot of relief in that because it is something that you do, you're knowledgeable of. And so now I, I've learned to just trust and go, okay, so I ask you what time do we need to be at the airport? Then I might add some extra time to be there because you Usually, know I like being there early. Yeah. I want to be there very early. And I try to think about that when I'm traveling with you yes. to go, oh, wow, she needs 18 hours ahead of time to be at the airport. No, but I would say typically if I'm there an hour ahead, you're going to want to be there too. Yeah. Um, yeah and for right. international, I think we did like four Three. or five hours. I was like, what? Well, because LAX, happening? come on, to drive from done a here show to there. Or something. <laughs> True. I could have put your hat out and like tried to earn money for oh, the wow. trip. <laughs> Do a little busking. <laughs> Is that what that's called? Yeah. Busking? Busking, yeah. That's a weird word. Where'd yeah. you pull that out of? I didn't know that word. Yeah. Um, anyway. I used so, to do it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we did not make you do a show in between, but we did get there early, and I was very grateful for that because there's nothing to me, there's nothing worse than just stressing over that that travel and are we going to get there on time. And and so we had plenty of time, and it was relaxed, and, and that makes a huge difference. Um so there's compromise all over the place for when we're sure, talking with about any travel. Type of travel. Yeah. In in for you where you want to plan everything out and I want to just be spontaneous and yeah. experience things in the moment. Yeah. You know, those are two different types of travelers. And so we have yeah. to figure out what are the things that I need to plan, what are the things I need to think about so that I don't drive you crazy. Oh, yeah. And then you have to learn to leave some flexibility in there and not plan every second out. That's true. And yeah. so I think those are ways that we've learned to compromise. Yeah. For us, one of the big things where we learned this was there was an opportunity probably 16, 17 years ago where mm-hmm. we saw on on the the calendar that there was essentially all of these shows that were in East Coast and Midwest. Mm. I think it was like, you know, maybe 20 shows over 30 days or something. And we thought, what would it look like to fly out to Atlanta, you know, and then drive to all these different shows, which terrified okay. you? I'm going to set the record straight. I did not look at the calendar at all and see that and go, oh, yes, let's make a road trip with three little children and stay on the road for a month. That I had no interest in that. So <laughs> that was not me. That was you and uh, Jeremiah, who traveled with you at the time. Yeah, and yeah. 
Uh, and he was also helping us book some of those events. So he saw that on the calendar and went, hey, we, we could do a road trip for this. This would be really cool. And I'm going, uh-huh, you don't have three kids to to haul around for a month. It's not going to be very cool. But I will will admit it was an amazing trip. So it, it did work out and it was it was great. So I think part of traveling, sometimes it's going outside of your comfort zone. So oh, that was so far out of my It was zone. so far out of your comfort zone <laughs> at the time. Now I don't yeah. think it would be as far out. But yeah. at the time, traveling with little ones and thinking, you're going to be abandoned. I'm going to be doing the show. You're going to be on there your own. There were nights. Well, that's true. And then there were nights we didn't know where we were going to end up sleeping we didn't even have, you know, we didn't have every hotel planned out. We weren't sure how far, how long it would take us to drive from this place to that. And so it was a lot, it, there was some scariness to that. And even for the kids, um, you know, our oldest actually has confessed that that trip was life-changing for him. Even though he was little, he realized he had no control over where we were going to go, where we were going to be. And he had to really kind of submit to that, And which you would think, you know, most children <laughs> kind of do naturally and just assume that the parents know um, what they're doing. But uh, maybe he knew us a little too well and <laughs> realized we didn't know what we were doing all the time. Um, maybe we were too real with him. But he, uh, yeah, that for him was a big deal to go, okay, I don't know where we're sleeping, but I'm going to have to trust trust my parents and trust God that, uh, that it's going to work out. And it did. Um, we had some very interesting places to stay sometimes. A uh, hundred-year-old barn that had a beehive right outside the door, and a mouse ate my bagel at that one. And, like, <laughs> there are some really weird, really weird things, but uh, but obviously that's what the stories are made of, and and it's fun now. So, and the trip was fun even during. And the kids, um, something we did to to make that a fun thing for them was to have them choose a keychain in every state that they went to. And I think we went to was it, was it 13. thirteen? Yeah. yeah. By the time that trip was over, we hit 13 different states and, and, uh, yeah, did some really one cool of the, things. the principles in terms of traveling well, that I think you learned and I'm a little, just probably naturally better at of mm. rolling with the punches. Oh uh, yeah. Um, uh, I think just with my family growing up there, there wasn't as much control or like, um, structure. planning out structure. So I think I've just, you know, we're, when things need to be planned and structured, that's not necessarily my domain. I need your help on that and lean into your expertise. Mm. But that's, I think, part of traveling is there's always, no matter how much you plan things out, there's always going to be a curveball, yes. a, a tire that gets blown out on the freeway, oh, a, gosh. a kid that needs to use a restroom at the worst time. Always. You know, you know yeah. there's something that's going to happen. And so I think just talking about those things ahead of time to mm. say, hey, if something goes awry here, if something happens, let's make sure we stay on the same page. We're not, you know, um, yeah. attacking each other and making sure those transitions. I think this is where, and we talked about this at a different time, but where we really learned because we had probably hundreds of transitions. On from, that road trip. On yeah. that road yeah, trip, yeah. quite literally. and. Some that were formal events where the kids had to be 
oh, behave, essentially. You, know, like, <laughs> yeah. you can't be yelling and screaming and running yeah. down aisles. This isn't your church. You know? Right. And there are other times where it's just like we were at a camp and they could run free and yeah. they could jump in yeah. the water and they could do whatever they wanted. In learning that balance, I think, was really important for us during uh, that particular trip. And that's helped us in future ones. Sure. And that, again, I'm going to say, comes down to expectations, right? We had right. to give the kids the expectations that we had for them in that setting um, before it even, it, maybe before it even started, kind of when when we were pulling off the freeway and go, okay, this is what's going to happen next. This is what we expect. Um, so even with it, even if you're a couple without children or empty nest or whatever, it's it's really the same thing. Those transitions matter and um even transitioning, you know, when we landed back this time from from the trip to to Rome, um, when we landed back at LAX, there's still we discussed. Okay, what's your expectation? What do you think? You know, what do you want to do? Feed my wife. Okay, yeah, and there it is, guys. That that is my. Um, uh, embarrassing moment of the trip. I seriously, it had been six hours on the flight. They had not fed us. They had not given us water, nothing for at least six hours. And I kept waiting patiently and waiting patiently. And then my stomach was literally growling so much. And I wasn't, you know, Southwest flight I love, but I, I'm always assuming I better bring a snack. They are not feeding you on those flights. You're lucky if you get your peanuts or pretzels now. Um, so, okay, I'm used to that. But a 12-hour flight, <clears throat> no. And and going there to Europe on that 12-hour flight, they overfed us. Like, it was great. Every, you know, here are drinks and here are um, – uh, and here's another snack and no problem. So on the way home, I didn't realize, hey, they're not going to feed you on your way home. <laughs> like, so you're on your own. You're on your own. I don't know what happened. Um, I'm still uh, thinking about a letter that might need to be written to, <laughs> to them because um, it doesn't make sense to to have your your uh, entire flight um, starving. And I was not the only one. People, I've never seen an entire airplane walk to the back of the airplane looking for food and water because they were so hungry and and not. I was hunting down food for my wife. You uh, were. I was in tears. A... It was terrible. I was so hungry. I was crying. And I don't know that I've ever got to that point. It was It was pretty bad. I was it, tired too, but. Yeah, <laughs> you might have been exhausted. Which is a terrible uh, combination, right? Yeah. Tired, hungry. And that's another thing Angry. when you travel. Yeah, you have to really, sometimes so, you have to ignore what the other person's saying when you know they're hungry. Knowing and, your family and going, okay, like one of the things you do almost every trip, even short trips for an hour and a half is like, Throw snacks in the car, throw water bottles in the car. Like, yep. you know your family. Yeah. Like, we're going to be hungry in five minutes. You know? Two so, hours. That's yeah. the longest our family can go. Yeah. <laughs> and just knowing those things. Another thing that we'll do with this trip that we've done with most, if not all of our big trips, mm. and this comes down to things that we've learned um, in the scriptures, you know, in Joshua, but probably even earlier than that, it talked about building an altar, like when they walk through um, the Red Sea, they, you know, uh, they built an altar to remember what God had done. Uh, okay, the good altars. There's yeah, some bad yeah. altars <laughs> yeah. where they built those, and that's, that yeah, doesn't go to well. to remember what God has done, take yes. these 12 stones, you know, and they set them up as a, a memorial, reminder, as yes. a reminder of, uh, of the trip that they had. And mm. in that experience, you know, it happened to be that, you know, God did this incredible thing. Mm. But I found on our trips, you know, that, 
Um, sometimes God's doing something incredible. Sometimes it's just a family memory, mm. but we'll put together, you know, a, a book that's, you know, um, talks about the trip and some of the highlights or even like the keychains for our kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They couldn't drive at that point, but <laughs> when they learned to drive, they wanted their keychains and it oh, yeah. was a, a memory for them and a story that went with that of where they got it and how they got it. And so I would, um, say that that's another thing for traveling, traveling yeah. is figuring out what's the thing. Maybe it's picking up a book. Maybe it's picking up a keychain. This last mm. time we wanted actual paintings of people in the city that are painting. Mm-hmm. And so we, we came home with two different paintings. Yeah, one, just little, but yeah. to make kind of a collage of the different places yeah, we've Yeah, we have gone a place and, on the yeah. wall that we're going to do different places we've been around the world. And yeah. that was an idea we had on the trip. But it's a way of remembering um, those family moments, those things that... The Christmas we, ornaments, too. I try and pick those oh, yeah. up, um, yeah, yeah. you know, just the cheap ones when when we travel. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's a memory we can hang on the tree and go, oh, you know, uh, remember that time we went here or there and, and how much fun we had. And Yeah, yeah but I, I think those are important things as you mm-hmm. are able to do traveling together is to figure out ways of remembering that trip, whether that's mm-hmm. through... Photographs, a painting, a keychain, something that's significant to you. Um, coffee mugs is another one we've Oh, done. yeah. <laughs> Love the coffee mugs. So, yeah. Our kids don't because then when they have to put away dishes, they Yeah, they they're like... cramming coffee mugs. Like, we, we have not space another for coffee, mug. coffee mugs and we have 50 of them. <laughs> well, we purge them every once in a while. Every once in a while. I like them. They're meaningful. They ha- yeah, they all have stories to tell. That is true. <laughs> anyway, so other travel tips. Um, I think that's a, a lot. I think that's a lot. We, yeah. yeah. You want to give one last one? Uh, nope. All right. Yeah. I, I <laughs> Putting think you that's on a, the spot. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, a lot. Um, I think so it's really in the planning stages. It's talking it out, what you both want to do. It's the expectations along the way. It's um, setting up memories together. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Remembering the trip together. And you said setting up, um, setting it up for success for both of you. Like what, what will make it a win-win for everybody? Love that. Right. It's, it's, I think that's a key component to the, the trip. You're both traveling. What can make it, um, you know, a fun time for, for both of you. Yeah. I guess one last thing that I would say on trips that we've done just on our own Mm. is we try to travel in a way that with that win-win is, you know, I like time on my own. I know you like time on your own Mm. and we love obviously time together. So we try to incorporate all three of those, you know, um, to make sure that we both get time on our own. And usually it's side by side time. Like we'll grab a, a hammock on the beach and we'll both be in a hammock and uh, separate, separate hammocks. We oh, found the out double is terrible. The double is terrible. If you have the hammock, yeah. It's taco. <laughs> you end up flopping on each other. Yeah, yeah. No Don't good. ever try the double hammock. We've tried it for you, and we are here to tell you it's terrible. Don't. Don't even waste your money. <laughs> if you've had a great experience in a double hammock, we'd love to hear <laughs> well, that story. I would love to hear that, actually. Yeah. If that's worked out well for you, please let us know. You could email us at danny at dannyraymagic.com. And I think that's it for today. I'm Danny Ray, and this is Kimberly, and this is We Do Whatever It Takes.